Recorded live. Hello, everyone. This is your talk show host, Professor Solange Martinez. I am here with you tonight uh, to have a great time with one of the most controversial shows across the nation, The Truth Unleashed, the Spanish Harriet Tubman show, recorded live every night, Monday to Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday to Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that is, of course, sending persecution and retaliatory acts against my person and my elderly disabled mother, Luisa Oyasun, for my Christian activism in denouncing the assassination of American citizens and legal residents after their identities and government benefits have been stolen and sold by the commissioners of SSA, DSS, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and the DOJ employees. Uh, so, pending persecution and retaliatory acts against my person, I will be with you Monday to Friday, every uh, day, every night uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And these persecution acts, as you know, because I have told you so, uh, entail um, false arrest, banging at our doors, breaking down our doors, uh, threatening calls, uh, uh, that says, uh, quote-unquote, we will not leave you alone uh, because, uh, of course, I reported there both the commissioners of DSS, SSA, and, uh, SSA and the Centers for Medicare Medicaid uh, Centers. Uh, so it is understandable, but they called us uh, and they told us that. They also uh, called us and said that they had reserved, uh, that we had reserved uh, land in the local cemetery for us and for anybody who um, assists us in any way, shape, or form, or who associates with us. Uh, after that, of course, um, we had uh, we stopped. We had to stop uh, being out at night. Uh, we had to secure our doors, uh, and we have to live in fear of being assassinated uh, because. They have tried to assassinate us many times. The DSS uh, commissioners, uh, which I reported in my two news uh, YouTube news channels, and in my in my mother my in my mother reported in her YouTube news channel, which was recently banned uh, to conceal or uh, cover up the evidence that uh, we have against the aforementioned uh, SSA DSS commissioners and. DOJ employees, as well as the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid uh, Services Commissioners. Uh, so um, the Persecution Act uh, also includes rape against uh, my person, not against my elderly disabled mother, a criminal mischief against our vehicles, uh, throwing, up, uh, throwing eggs on our vehicles, uh, my Toyota Corolla 1995, because the eggs ruined the painting of the vehicles, so my Toyota Corolla um, painting is ruined uh, all over the, the car and um, looking up all the nuts 
of all the four tires of uh, my Toyota Corolla 1995, um, so we can have an accident in the highway and kill ourselves. Uh, it also includes um, criminal mischief such as uh, changing, uh, taking the two front tires of my Toyota Corolla 1995 and replacing them with a very damaged tires. So we, when we were in the highway, um, so we were, when we are in the highway, we can kill ourselves. Uh, on or around December of 2017, as you know, um, one of the tires exploded while we were in the highway. My mother almost had a heart attack. Um, we almost killed ourselves. Uh, my mother was vomiting and up with a severe migraine headache for lack of medication because, as you know, uh, she was lax from getting any medical care or any medication. At all the hospitals, she has been blacklisted and so have I. So they are refusing to give us any uh, medication that will uh, take away any infections or any disease that we might get or we uh, might have because of the uh, constant moving and constantly being evicted. As you know, we have moved eight times in the last two years or so, and um, we have had to escape um, assassination attempts by the aforementioned commissioners uh, of DSS and SSA, Nancy Berenhill, uh, SSA commissioner, temporary commissioner, or interim commissioner, how uh, they call her, which they call her, and the uh, DSS commissioners of um, New York State in uh, Westchester County, Kevin McGuire in Livingston County, Diana Dean, and in Monroe County, New York, Corinda Crossdale. Corinda Crossdale was also caught uh, going to the court uh, where I went to at 99 Exchange Boulevard, the Hall of Justice, quote unquote where they fabricated a case against me supposedly for domestic violence because they wanted to kill two birds with one stone. They wanted to illegally incarcerate me uh, and also use my name and social security number as well as my mother and the um, name and social security number of the criminal who has been in and out of jail since the age of 12, which they used to pose as my husband in the falsification of uh, paperwork in this court fraud when they fabricated my case. And they had a lawyer, both a, uh, a judge, uh, lawyer Paul Jordan, um, and signed, and this lawyer, both as a judge, signed a court order against me, uh, and then signed a warrant supposedly because I violated a court order that he, both a judge, signed against my person. Um, because I was not supposed to, according to the court order that his lawyer signed, posting as a judge, I was not supposed to practice freedom of press, freedom of uh, religion, or freedom of speech in this country since I am uh, a Christian. So I was not supposed to practice uh, Christianity in this country, in, in, the, in the United States, in all the, the states of the United States, according to the uh, court order that his lawyer issued while posting as a judge. And so they had me falsely arrested, illegally incarcerated, and tortured in jail on the, uh, the 21st of May of 2017, just before uh, the same day of, uh, that I was supposed to 
uh, speak on a show that I was invited to about the, the aforementioned commissioners involving in racketeering, RICO violations, and the trafficking of identities and government benefits, and the assassination of American citizens and US residents. So I was supposed, I was scheduled to speak on this show about uh, at, at four o'clock, and by nine o'clock I was already arrested and illegally incarcerated and being tortured in jail. I remember they, uh, the assassin working as a police officer by the name of Trump um, that they used to do the, the extra job. They call it an extra job or on the table job. Um, he uh, put the hand, handcuffs so tight on me that it was cutting through my skin and my wrists are uh, very skinny. They are, they are as skinny as a seven-year-old uh, wrist. So you can imagine uh, the personal uh, battery and the personal um, thing that this uh, paid assassin working as a police officer had with me and the people who sent him, who paid him to do that, uh, to falsely arrested, arrest me and illegally incarcerate me so I could be assassinated in jail on uh, the 21st of May of 2017. I remember that they put me in a cell that um, they was for um, people who are suicidal because they were planning to assassinate me and then say that I committed suicide at this jail. But um, they are so uh, unintelligent that they didn't even uh, notice that I'm a Catholic and we in the Catholic Church condemn uh, suicide in any way, shape, or form. We don't believe in suicide because we believe that if God gives you life, you have no right to take it because uh, he gave it to you, so he has to take it from you. So um, they were going to uh, argue something that is not arguable uh, because I'm a Catholic, uh, and they were going to say that I committed suicide. So by the time the Christian the activists connected with me, uh, called at 4 o'clock in the evening uh, looking for me, they were told that uh, I was never arrested, that I was not in that jail, and they said, yes, we know that he's in there. So um, uh, we know that he's in there, and we know you have her, and you need to release her. And um, when I was released, um, then I was denied the, my supposed criminal file, which, of course, I had, any citizen has the right to see. I was denied my, my supposed criminal file because in that file uh, it said uh, that Paul Riordan was the judge that signed my arrest warrant, and also Paul Riordan was the same judge that issued the unconstitutional court order for beating uh, my practicing of uh, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, or freedom of press in the United States. So um, this is why they uh, refused to give me the uh, file at first. And then after uh, uh, they could not do anything because they didn't have any evidence because it was a fabricated case, they wanted to force me to um, declare myself guilty of whatever they told me to declare myself guilty, so they would antagonize, terrorize me, 
and uh, yell at me every time I went to court. And I went to court for nine months uh, while the supposed accuser, the criminal who has been in and out of jail for the last, at the age of 12, I believe his name was uh, Ruben Diaz Rivera, but they switched his name around because he's a criminal. So when, they, when it is convenient for them, um, they put the first name as the second name and the second name as the first name or the middle name as the first name. So they switch his name around. So when he looks for, uh, when people look for, for his criminal file, they will not find the criminal file because this is a dangerous criminal and an assassin that works for the um, uh, works for the organized crime members working as commissioners uh, of DSS, SSA, and the Centers for Medicare Medicaid Services. This is stationed in, um, in, the, in the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York, because he's the one who steals the identity to bring it to Commissioner of DSS, Corinda Crossdale, so she in turn can sell it to uh, illegals and they can defraud um, the United States government federal reserve account uh, through the welfare, uh, the welfare system, which she's in charge of. She's the DSS commissioner in Rochester County, in, in, um, in Rochester, New York, in the county of Monroe. So this is the, the uh, model of around this. This is, the, this is the scheme that they usually have. So these uh, are uh, retaliatory attacks because of my Christian activism and my refusal to join the organization upon being offered uh, a lot of money uh, because I uh, cannot sell my soul, as I said before, because it belongs to God. It doesn't belong to me. Uh, your soul belongs to God, not to you. So you cannot sell it. Uh, and um, the uh, Persecution Act uh, also consists of fabricating cases against me. Uh, the Social Security Administration Office also uh, accused me of um, stealing the trillions of dollars that they have stole from the federal uh, and state government um, using my mother's name and social security number and her personal identifiable information. So they wanted me, um, Nancy Garakil wanted me to uh, sign a document saying that I stole the trillions of dollars that have been stolen with my mother's name and social security number during the last 13 years or so, or else she was going to uh, continue to steal uh, my mother's social security check, and she was going to be uh, taken to a nursing home and uh, become a prisoner there, and they were going to disappear me or, or um, uh, kill me and throw me uh, in some river, some, some place like that. So that was the blackmail. Uh, luckily, uh, God is with us. Uh, God has always been with us. As the song that uh, I played here says, and this, the, the hands of um, the devil, the diabolic um, government employees perpetuating the trafficking of identities and government benefits uh, continue to be after us, uh, but God is with us and he uh, protects us and he uh, tells us what to do. So they, these people believe that I'm so, some sort of... Um, invincible woman, but I am not. The invincible is the one that they refuse to acknowledge uh, is God, the God of gods and the king of kings. 
He's the invisible, uh, invisible one, and they refuse to recognize him. But I think that we'll, they will get around uh, because um, they have been working pretty hard to provo- provoke the wrath of God. And once they do it, um, there is no turning back. Nothing will stop it. So I suggest they cool it, quote-unquote, and they start. They stop doing uh, the devil's work and start doing God's work. But I know they're not going to listen to me, so let me continue. Um, and uh, also uh, let you know that they fabricate cases against my mother and myself all the time uh, from the Department of Social Services as well. Not only the Social Security Administration commissioners fabricate cases against us, but um, the DSS also does that. They also fabricated a case, uh, SSA, uh, the SSA commissioner, Nancy Verifio, fabricated a case against my mother saying that she was mentally retarded because she doesn't speak collegiate English like I do. She speaks broken English because uh, she didn't have time to go to school much here uh, because she had to work, not get welfare benefits, but work, W-O-R-K. Uh, or like many people, uh, to raise three daughters uh, by herself because she was a divorced a single mother. So, and she never took my mother to court for child support, and she never uh, got a welfare benefits uh, to support us. So she worked, and she taught us to work, not to get uh, welfare benefits. Uh, so this is the situation, uh, and... Uh, this is how the Christian activists are retaliated against in the United States by um, government employees engaging in RICO violations, uh, assassination attempts, racketeering, um, murder, etc. But um, we as a Christian nation continue to praise God and continue to fight evil in every way shape or form that it is found in our past. So continue, uh, Patriots, being strong and continue to do the right thing. Uh, And with that being said, let me continue with the show uh, and ask you the following question. Do you feel like giving a shout out? Do you feel like speaking the truth without being censored? This is your time. If you want your voice to be heard, call our top three number uh, at uh, 724-444-7444, 724-444-7444. Our talk show number is always available. You can call 724-444-7444 and enter my ID number, which is 145906. One four five nine zero six. So um, don't forget to enter pound when you call. So you dial seven two four 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 seven four four four. Enter one four five nine zero six pound, and you'll be connected with me every night at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And or you can join us in our chat room by going to www talkshoe.com, www.talkshoe.com. Just enter my ID number, which is 145906, and click go. 
It's free and fun, and you'll love it. I know you will. And now let me uh, tell you a little bit of today's show, as always, um, as I always do. Uh, today, as always, we will say the prayer for our activists uh, that was assassinated by the organized crime in Florida uh, on or around the 27th of January of 2017 uh, by uh, the organized crime member, Sheriff Cass Israel, and his, his supervisee, because he would send his supervisee to assist in the harassment antagonism and terrorizing of our, our activist Elvira Williams after she reported the trafficking of identities and government benefits, specifically after she reported that the commissioners of DSS, SSA, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services stole and sold her identity along with her Section 8 uh, housing benefits and along with her pension, because uh, after many, many years of hard sweating and hard work, she only received a $17 pension. Can you believe it? Here in the United States of America, $17 pension. So after she reported that, she would be antagonized and terrorized. Every time she uh, would go to the doctor, she would, she would be denied medical care when she called the ambulance uh, because she, uh, she couldn't have the medications that she needed to have. Uh, she was weakened and her immune system was weakened as they have been doing with my mother uh, during the last six years or so. She would be... Um, dealing with uh, people who came in the ambulance to supposedly take her to the hospital and give her the medical care for her physical illness, uh, illnesses that uh, she needed. And she ended up being interacted by the people uh, who were supposed to observe if she uh, was a threat to herself or to those around, those around her, uh, but they came with the police, the ambulance people uh, did, came with the police already with the Baker Act prepared, even before they even saw her, which means that they were acting illegally because the Baker Act says uh, that it is a procedure that government employees are allowed to have done if the person, if and only if the person shows signs of being a threat to herself or to uh, those around her. A threat to herself, meaning if she grabs a knife and trying to cut off her veins or try to hurt herself or she says, I'm going to jump off the cliff or I'm going to jump uh, in the middle of the street so a truck can run me over, that's a threat to herself. Or if she uh, got a knife and said, I'm going to cut your throat or I'm going to get a, a an are an AR uh, and shoot you all, that's a threat to those around her. And that never happened. They did uh, they crack on her all the time because they were, they were retaliating against her for her activism against the trafficking of identities and government benefits. So they weaponized the procedure which was created and meant 
for helping the citizens and prevent um, acts like uh, the one that happened at the Broward County High School in Florida, where this gentleman, um, Nicolas, I believe his name is, uh, was uh, engaging in uh, the assassination or the mutilation uh, or abuse of um, animals and then um, engaging in uh, threatening uh, people and um, criminal behavior. And then uh, uh, Mr. Scott Israel, who uh, is the sheriff of that county, uh, would not go and they correct him. The supervisees would not be told to go and interact him because, of course, he was a danger to himself and to those around him. So they didn't want to deal with him. They wanted to deal with an elderly, disabled citizen who could not defend herself. And they were assured that she didn't have a gun or any or any arms, uh, so they could uh, abuse her freely without uh, being fearful of being shot at or being stabbed or uh, being. Uh, threatened in any way, shape, or form. So this is the type of um, government employees that we have in our nation, uh, Sheriff uh, Scott Israel, uh, who uh, told his supervisees, uh, I believe five uh, police officers, outside of the high school to stand down and not to enter the high school while um, there was uh, a shooter, an active shooter, shooting children, 15 children, uh, and killing them, all of them, and two adults, two uh, teachers, that had to use their bodies uh, to shield uh, the children because they didn't have a gun and they didn't have a police officer there um, protecting them as they are paid to do more than $100,000 per year, mind you. So this is what we are uh, going against. Uh, we, as a Christian nation, the evilness of these people, the greed of these people, the um, dehumanized nature of these people, and the humanized past of these people, because they are interested, interested only in the money. And this is why uh, we're going to say a prayer. Uh, so Elvira Williams, um, can get justice through an independent investigation that does not involve the local or state police in Broward County in Florida because they were the ones involved in the assassination. They alienated the hospital, the Broward County Hospital, um, that was uh, that would not that would deny her medical care, which is illegal in the United States, by the way every time she went to the ER. And after they got tired of uh, Baker asking her, uh, because we, the activists, uh, got involved and told them that they were in violation of U.S. law, that they were also com committing healthcare fraud because they would give her treatment that she did not need uh, and they would not deny her treatment that she did need. So they were charging for treatment that was not needed, so that's healthcare fraud. So they would not give a treat uh, her internal internal bleeding because she had anal and vaginal bleeding, and the hospital refused 
to provide medical care and uh, did not provide medical care for that. They wanted to um, uh, provide medical care for psychiatric um, uh, uh, things that she did not need uh, um, at that time. Uh, so uh, they did not give her anything. Uh, they did not give her any medical care for her physical illnesses, so she ended up dropping dead at her home because when they could not take her at, at her anymore because we stepped in uh, and we reported this uh, and uh, they were in hot waters with the law for using a daycare act illegally, then they banned her from the hospital and they they, they would um, kick her out when she went there. They would not allow her to be uh, to go to that hospital anymore. That's retaliation to me. And that is illegal. Moreover, it is illegal to deny medical care to even illegals in the country, let alone American citizens. So this is the situation. This is why we need to say a prayer for Elvira Williams, our activist, because she was uh, the victim of uh, an assassination by the very government employees who were paid to protect her and protect, protect the citizens of the United States and give them the medical health the medical care that they need in the United States. They were not paid to assassinate us or to turn us down or to turn us, turn us away when we need medical care. They were not paid, they are not paid to do that. Nevertheless, they do that. So until uh, she gets justice, until uh, Mrs. Kat Israel um, is processed legally and uh, prosecuted for his participation and his uh, supervised participation, until they all uh, are prosecuted for this crime, uh, murder, or assassination, because they will be paid to do that, to get rid of uh, a big mouth like her, according to the organized crime, uh, until they get prosecuted and they put, get put in jail, her soul is not going to rest. Just like millions of other American citizens' souls and legal residents' souls because they are not given justice. Because with the past administration, justice was, in fact, blind. Not with this administration, though, because we are seeing a lot of justice with uh, the Mueller case, with the Comey case, with other cases that um, they are bringing out in the open. Thank God. So people can get justice. And government employees can be held accountable for their actions, which have never been seen before. Now that I remember. So I would like to ask a prayer for Ms. Elvira Williams and a prayer for all the citizens including the uh, 17 people that were um, murdered by a shooter in Florida uh, uh, several weeks ago, and uh, all the people have, that have perished at the hands of government employees involved in the organized crime, like Mr. Scott Israel and the sheriff of Livingston County, New York, Mr. Thomas Dory, um, who are uh, being used by the organized crime to commit um, uh, assassination acts against the citizens and legal residents because they speak out against the organized crime network. 
So we are going to say a prayer for all of them, for the uh, 17 dead in the high school, for Elvira Williams, and for all our brothers and sisters in Christ that have perished at the hands of the organized crime members working as government employees. And uh, after that, we will uh, see my opening statement. You will hear my opening statement. Um, and then we will go into the show's outline. Of course, we, al we also have the sample case that we're dealing with right now, which is Lisa Yarson, my mother. And uh, as you know, I have uh, legal permission uh, from her to uh, expose her case. So you uh, can get an image or uh, an idea of the modus operandi of the organized crime involved in racketeering, RICO violations, and the violations of civil rights and civil liberties of the American people. After that, we will go into questions, comments, or concerns. If you have any, uh, I will allow you to uh, say, to tell me. Uh, and then if you have or don't have any, we will conclude the call after we go through the uh, outline that, uh, or the outline that I have. So I hope that you are understanding um, everything so far, and I don't get a lot of questions. I, uh, I know that people can sign uh, um, in or log on to a remote um, uh, place, and uh, if you do, if you are one of those people, feel free to uh, let me know what uh, you want to know. If you have any questions, uh, problems, or concerns, I can guarantee I'm not going to ignore you. I am not going to judge you uh, by the way you speak. Um, you can speak broken English, or you can speak collegiate English, or uh, you can be uneducated or uh, a very educated person. It does not matter to me. What matters to me is the fact that you want to learn about the material that I'm exposing and you want to protect yourself and protect those around you, uh, your brothers and sisters in Christ. And this is what matters to me. So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask them. And um, with that being said, uh, let me stop right now and ask you, do you up to this point have any questions, comments, or concerns. And remember, you do not have to agree with me in everything that I say. What I want you to do is to think about the material that I'm giving you. And if you um, have any um, a paper uh, or pen, uh, get a, a notebook or, pay, or a piece of paper with a pen so you can uh, jot down any information that you don't already know. Uh, and if you have any questions, you can uh, just jot them down. And uh, if you have um, any concerns, you can write them down and you can tell me, and I will address them right away because uh, I am very thorough in what I do. And what I want you to do is to understand the modus operandi of the organized crime network and to be able to protect yourself and those around you because. Um, our brothers and sisters here in the United States need our knowledge uh, and need how to defend themselves. So this is why I'm compelled to do this show 
every night. Again, um, no questions? Okay, so let me uh, go into the prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for everything that you have given us. Thank you for the food, the clothes, the shelter, uh, our conscience, and our, uh, our fear uh, of uh, offending you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for uh, giving us the intelligence to recognize evil in every way, shape, and form that it presents itself to us. And please, remove those government employees out of their offices that are the hands of Satan and put your children in those offices so they can do your work and they can follow your laws as well as the laws of our Constitution. Please, Heavenly Father, remove them right away, remove them fast, and put them in jail for the crimes that they have committed against the American people and legal residents. Do us justice, Father. Do us justice and do justice to especially Elvira Williams, the 17 people who were shot uh, and killed at the that high school, and so many millions of American citizens and legal residents who have been abused by the hands of the devil while they, uh, they are uh, working as government employees. I hope that you will send your warrior angels to help, uh, to continue to help us and to protect us because we are dealing with principalities and powers that we need to uh, fight against and uh, we need to defeat to exalt your name, Heavenly Father. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, now with that uh, being said, let me, let me go into my um, opening statement, which is this one. In the United States, we are finally seeing accountability for a change. Today, the president of Judicial Watch was interviewed and said that uh, the ex-FBI director, Mr. McCabe, has something else to worry about besides his thinking. He should be worrying about uh, going to jail for his, for his violations of U.S. law. As the said Judicial Watch president, I hope that many follow Mr. McCabe. And I certainly hope that it occurs fast. Since, as my research shows, many government employees have not only engaged in weaponizing the government agencies against private citizens, as uh, Mr. McCabe and, and others did with our current president, Donald Trump. Many government employees have also engaged in assassination of millions of American citizens for years, for 10, 20, 30 years, and gotten away with it. And they have engaged in the assassination of legal residents to perpetuate in the trafficking of uh, identities and government benefits in our nation. I truly hope that news channels like mine, uh, my two news channels, like my mother and other activists, can help uh, to put these people in jail. I hope that uh, my two news channels 
and my mother's help in the arrest, prosecution, and incarceration of the state government employees who are weaponizing the government agencies against the citizens and legal residents to retaliate because of their speaking out against crime and uh, the RICO violations that they have witnessed and they have been the victims of. Sadly, the only reason why they became, these uh, said government employees became uh, government employees was to be uh, able to commit crimes against other people that they might not like. And since they enjoy committing the, the crime, they uh, uh, got into the positions to be able to commit them without being punished and get away with it. Today, an ATS, an Adult Protective Service employee, which work, works for the Welfare Office or for the Public Assistance Office or the DSS Office, which has, you know, the names vary, um, called again, despite my, my mother and myself telling him not to do so anymore. Uh, he has uh, called um, many times. He has uh, sent people to our home, and he continues to harass my elderly disabled mother even though he knows that she uh, has a heart condition, that uh, he knows that he can provoke her uh, uh, her death through a heart attack by continuing to harass her. And the local, state, and federal police are aware of this. So I am using this show to document that this man called a will cop or something like that from the Adult Protective Service, the agency that my mother and I have, report, have reported for uh, fraud and defrauding millions, billions, and trillions of dollars from the United States government federal reserve account by using my mother's name and mine and our social security numbers, um, uh, continues to harass us. It continues to harass my mother. So I am really documenting uh, what is going on so then when they are questioned by news reporters, by government officials, or by any um, prosecutor, they cannot say we didn't know, it was a mistake, it was a misunderstanding. Because they do know, we notified the commission of DSS that this man working under her is doing the harassment. Uh, so they do know, they are aware it is not a mistake and it is not a misunderstanding. And the same thing goes for the local and state police and the federal police, which uh, is now being investigated for corruption, the FBI, the federal police. So this is why I'm documenting this. And the reason why he and the other uh, government employees um, have been violating U.S. law um, and uh, have been committing the crimes that they have been committed, committing is that there is no accountability. So I, my mother, and millions of American citizens have reported continuously crimes being committed by the SSA employees, the DSS employees, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services employees, and they continue to commit the crime because there uh, has not been accountability up to this point with our current administration who is uh, bringing to justice and prosecuting and holding accountable the government employees for their 
actions, inactions, and violation of U.S. law. So I, I thank God uh, every day that our, our current administration, Mr. Trump, is doing that because I hope that these people are held accountable for all the millions, billions, and trillions of dollars that they have distorted from the from the United States government federal reserve account with my mother's name and social security number and mine by telling them that they have provided us with goods and services that we never received. And our names are being used to defraud the United States government across the nation because they can sell an identity to an, um, many illegals uh, thousands of times. We have approximately, uh, well, we have more than 4,000 counties in the nation. And they can sell uh, your identity and mine in each county because the computers, especially the welfare computers, don't communicate with each other. And when they, they do, rarely, when they do, they, they communicate with each other and uh, an organized crime members working for the organized crime and working for the trafficking of citizens' identities and government benefits is behind the screen. So they bypass whatever they need to bypass to continue to perpetrate the trafficking of identities and government benefits, and then, subsequently, the assassination of American citizens. So this is the situation. So they, these people, these government employees, continue to commit the crimes because since they have been committing the crimes for many years, their behavior is normalized, quote-unquote, which is called uh, uh, in psychology. It, their behavior is, is normalized, so they just do it uh, because they know they're not going to be caught, they know they're, they're not going to be punished, and they know if they are punished, the taxpayers not themselves are going to pay for their lawyers because being Goldman employees, they are entitled to a lawyer by law to defend them from ripping off, for ripping off the taxpayers. You see the irony of the, of, of, of the whole thing? So these people need to get their own lawyers when they are caught red-handed. They need to pay for their own lawyers and they need to give back the money that they ripped off uh, from the United States Government Federal Reserve account and also from the taxpayers because that's the right thing to do. That's the right and just and Christian thing to do. You steal something, you have to give it back. And this is a Christian nation, not a Muslim nation, not uh, an atheist nation. This is a Christian nation founded uh, on Christians' uh, beliefs and Christians' uh, morals. So there has never been any accountability until now. Now we have accountability. So those people who believe that they are smarter than uh, everybody else, that they have been getting away with a murder, um, assassination, uh, and stealing millions and billions and trillions of dollars from the United States government federal reserve account and the taxpayers, because they are, of course, smarter than everybody else, uh, and they are... Uh, shield by their government positions, uh, they better think again because people are uh, tired of being repulsed. The taxpayers are tired of being the personal checking account of the organized crime network. 
and we the citizens are tired of being terrorized, antagonized, and subjugated by corrupted government employees who should be in jail because of their crimes. So I am uh, really glad that these people who, uh, in my opinion, are not very smart, uh, think that they are smart because when they go for uh, them and handcuff them, they will not think that they are so smart. And they did to um, uh, a council member that I uh, reported, Miguel um, Martinez. He was a council member in Manhattan. He went to jail for uh, seven years. He was given 25 years or so, but he made a deal. He went to jail for seven years for ripping off the United States government, for uh, stealing government benefits in the in the um, defrauding of the United States government federal reserve account. And he was lucky they gave they only gave him 15 years. Sometimes they give them 30 years. But he made a deal and he gave up uh, some people. He threw some people under the bus that was working that were working with him. So they uh, gave him a deal. The one, the uh, chief of police, I believe, uh, the one that was working at one federal plaza that I also reported because uh, he was involved in my false arrest in um, New York County. He was given 20 years because they started digging. Uh, after I reported him, they started investigating him and they dig, uh, They started digging and found the hidden treasure. So they gave him, uh, when he got caught, they gave him 20 years which I was glad for because that's justice. And remember, this is a Christian nation. This, this is not a Muslim nation or an atheist nation. This is a Christian nation. I have nothing against the atheists or the Muslims, but this is a Christian nation. And a lot of people are trying to change that. And it is not fair because this is a Christian nation. Now, um, I wanted to... Um, let you know that the last uh, episode was about the illegal evictions and the illegal um, illegalities that the organized crime uh, landlords uh, are involved. Uh, and this is directly connected to the organized crime members working at the local hospitals, uh, medical uh, a, clinic and uh, medical offices. The staff uh, working at uh, the, the staff of the aforementioned uh, places, local hospitals, clinics, and um, medical offices uh, who are organized crime members take um, or, or exercise their role within the organized crime um, or uh, do their functions within the organized crime after the illegal eviction happens, and I'll tell you why. That's why I connected uh, these two, um, because I wanted you to see the correlation between the illegal um, evictions done by the organized crime uh, connected landlords and the uh, hospital um, teams don't with the, the victims of illegal evictions, which are the victims of the trafficking of identities and government benefits. So everything is connected. So I hope that you can see it. I'm going to tell you um, how they are connected. 
you see how uh, I have said that uh, about 50 million American citizens, according to my 17 years research, are um, uh, the ones um, that are being affected adversely by the trafficking of identities and government benefits because their identities, as my mothers and mine, have been stolen and sold to illegals. So they end up not getting any benefits for the um, dozens of um, years that they have worked in this country, have paid their taxes, and have done everything right. They don't get any benefits because those benefits are sold to illegals, and they get the benefits uh, that they work, that the citizens and legal residents work for, which is not fair, which is not legal, and which is not um, humanized. So this is why I am compelled to do this show. And uh, I want you to see the correlation between the illegal addictions and the hospitals uh, and clinics. Once uh, the 50 million or so American citizens and legal residents are illegally evicted, they are thrown in jail. I mean, they are thrown uh, on the street. So they are uh, at the mercy of the thieves, racists, um, uh, assassins, and um, criminals that work for the organized crime. This is why many times they do the uh, illegal evictions because they want to assassinate the American citizens and legal residents whose identities and government benefits uh, have been sold by the organized crime. So they want to get rid of them. So the illegals and, and, and uh, illegal associates that were sold these identities uh, and government benefits can step into the citizens and legal residents' identities and continue to defraud the United States government federal reserve accounts with millions, billions, and trillions of dollars um, over the years. You follow? So once, uh, for example, let me go to uh, our sample case, which is Louis Aoyasson. Louis Aoyasson was, has been, or she has been illegally evicted uh, about 13 or 14 times. Uh, once she was illegally evicted at Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York, by the um, organized crime member and sheriff of Livingston County, New York, uh, Thomas Doherty, and the um, DSS commissioner, Diana Dean, as well as uh, SSA commissioner, Nancy Berrigio, who stole four months' worth of her social security benefits. So she, uh, uh, in order to prevent her from paying her rent, in order for her to be able to be evicted illegally for all, uh, for owing, for for not paying 14 days of rent, which she owed because she was able to come up with the money, cash, and pay um, the rent except for 14 days that she could not pay. So this elderly, disabled, chronically ill, epileptic citizen was taken out of her home in the middle of uh, Christmas on the 14th of, uh, of December of 2017 by the aforementioned organized crime members working as DSS, SSA commissioners, and sheriff of Livingston County. You follow? So this way they masqueraded the assassination attempt, which was uh, the main uh, objective, which was to leave her in the cold with a seven-degree weather during Christmas time uh, and leave her to freeze. And if she found uh, a place, uh, it would be 
up because they made sure that she had no money because they stole four months' worth of her social security number. I mean, what, what, four months' worth of her social security disability court awarded uh, um, money. So they stole that, and she, they ended up um, masquerading the assassination attempt with an illegal eviction because that was uh, the um, cover-up, the, 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 the mask. An illegal eviction. So they would say, oh, well, she was illegally addicted by mistake. It was a, a misunderstanding. It was an error. And she died uh, from being in the cold in a car uh, with a seven degree weather. So what they did was when, once they uh, had us outside, they were, of course, as always, following us around and stalking us to see what we were going to do. So we ended up going to the uh, Department of Social Services, we were in, we, which we were instructed to do, and there they uh, said, well, we're not going to do what we're supposed to do, which is pay, I'll give you a one-shot deal so you can pay uh, your rent. We'll give you, um, we'll take the taxpayer's money and pay one month of rent, which is $800. Instead, uh, we will give you, we will pay $800 for you to stay in a motel in Danceville, New York, not in Mount Morris, New York, where you live, but in, in Danceville, New York, and we will pay for eight days uh, for, uh, we will pay $800 for eight days to, for you to stay in the motel in Mount Mor in, in Danceville, New York, not in Mount Morris, Mount Morris, New York, where you live. So my mother and I said, okay. Uh, I took the paper that they gave, they, they, they gave us for evidence, of course, and I said, okay, give me the, the paper where you want us to go. They wrote down, you know, the hotel's uh, address and everything with their handwriting. So I have my evidence, and I said, okay. So when we got out of, the, out of there, my mother said, do you really think that a woman like Diana Dean, which I have sued for elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud, is going to send us to a motel and pay for the motel with the taxpayer's money, of course, uh, because she has access to that money, unfortunately. Uh, she's going to pay for a motel for us to stay there for eight days, and she's going to pay $800 for eight days. When she can pay $800 for us to stay in my house, the house that I rented, for a whole month. So eight days in a motel for $800 versus uh, a whole month of of staying uh, at my home, which I rented uh, for $800. Why is she doing that? And then my mother told me, I'll tell you why she's doing that, because she has people waiting for us at the motel, and she's not going to pay the $800 because we will not uh, stay alive for two days. The, the night, the first night, they're going to assassinate us. That's why she's paying $800 for uh Ten days in a, for eight days in a motel versus paying the eight hundred dollars for us to stay in the house that I rented uh, for one month. So uh, my mother said we're not going uh, to the motel in Danville, New York. And plus, she's sending us to Danville, New York, when we know that they have uh, empty rooms in the motel in Mount Morris, New York, because they don't want to. Um, eh, they don't want people to see the correlation between the um, illegal eviction in Mount Morris, New York, which, of course, they're going to claim that it was a mistake, it was a misunderstanding, and blah, 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 like they always do. Uh, they don't want to show the correlation between us being illegally evicted 
uh, at Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York, and an assassination of both of us in a motel in Mount Morris, New York. That's too clear. Even uh, a lobotomized um, a detective or a lobotomized mentally retarded person would see that. There's a correlation there. So they are sending us to dance in New York. So what they what we ended up doing was to uh, ask people around uh, if we could stay in the home for a night or two until we figure out what we were going to do. So we found a place in uh, Dunfield, New York, um, and um, where uh, we went to see an attorney who um, contacted the Social Security Administration office and was told that it all everything was a mistake that we were illegally evicted. Our things were uh, embezzled by the landlord and uh, the aforementioned SSA and uh, um, sheriff and uh, uh, DSS commissioner. Uh, but everything was a mistake, a misunderstanding. So after that, um, we were going to uh, get the money back, uh, the four months worth uh, uh, of money, but we were not allowed to. Uh, to stay uh, or go back uh, uh, home to get our things because they were going to be sold uh, since we were going to be assassinated. But even though we escaped the assassination attempt, thank God, uh, thanks, thanks to my mother, uh, wisdom, uh, they were not ready to give us uh, all our, our uh, paperwork that we had uh, and all our evidence that we have against the aforementioned commissioners uh, and uh, sheriffs because they are afraid that we would use that evidence against them. But what they don't know is that the evidence is disseminated all over the country. And um, they uh, stole uh, or our, all our, our, our um, binders and all our paperwork because they thought that that way they would uh, steal the evidence that we have against them and they would not be able to be prosecuted for terrorizing the citizens, fraud, abusing an elderly citizen, uh, um, court fraud, and also assassination uh, attempts, among other federal offenses, which involve uh, tampering with the witness of a federal lawsuit, in this case me, and tampering with the plaintiff of a federal lawsuit, in this case my mother, because my mother had filed a federal lawsuit against um, uh, Sherry Livingston County, New York Livingston County Sheriff uh, Thomas Dory uh, against uh, Diana Dean, DSS Commissioner of Livingston County, and against Monroe County DSS Commissioner for Elderly Financial Abuse, Identity Theft, and Fraud, Corinda Crossell. So they said they figure, well, uh, since they're not very brilliant, they figure uh, as all the hands of patents are, are uh, they're not very brilliant. Um, they figure, well, we uh, still uh, we kick them out. Uh, if we cannot kill her, kill them, we will steal their files, and that will be the end of it. Well, they had another thing coming, and I'll, I'll show you why later on. But um, this is the correlation between the illegal evictions and the assassination attempts, the terrorism, the um, stress, uh, which causes uh, cancer, ulcers, uh, migrant headaches, heart attacks and many other um, health conditions that are exclusively caused by stress, 
harassment, antagonism, persecution, and other things practiced by this organized crime network uh, to which the aforementioned government employees, the sheriffs, the DSS commissioners, the SSA commissioners, and other uh, organized crime members uh, belong, uh, including the um, oral sex uh, police chief, which is the name given to the uh, Mount Morris police chief, Kenneth uh, McNamee, because he, as you know, stabbed women in, in the middle of the night and asked them to perform oral sex on him in order for him to let them go driving drunk, which is, uh, as you know, illegal. Uh, and I'm sure he's going to uh, claim that, well, they did it because they wanted to, even if they wanted to, even if it's not rape, which is rape, because anytime you force somebody else to do a sexual act, uh, uh, it's rape, even if they do it. Uh, you don't need to beat them up or you don't need to do it. If, if you force them, it's rape. I don't care if they're drunk or they're not drunk, it's rape. And also, plus, it is blackmail, too, because you are telling them, if you uh, don't do this, I'm going to arrest you and charge you with DWI. So it is blackmail as well. But anyway, uh, the black, the, um, the oral sex police chief of Mount Morris, the um, assassin for hire and thief police chief of, uh, I mean, the assassin for hire and thief um, sheriff of Livingston County, New York, and the uh, two uh, the two architects uh, of the assassination attempt of my mother, Diana Dean and um, Nancy Berehill, were the ones involved in this uh, illegal addition, and uh, uh, which is really a, a, a mask to masquerade the assassination attempt against my mother and myself uh, while we were at the uh, following address, Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York. And they decided to do this because they tried to ha force me to uh, sign papers saying that I sold uh, the trillions of dollars that they had stolen from my mother by using my mother's, from my mother, uh, by using her social security number and her, and her identity. Uh, and I refused to sign that for uh, Commissioner Nancy Berehill, and then they tried to illegally incarcerate me with the fabricated case against uh, me in, Mount, in uh, Monroe County at 99 uh, Exchange Boulevard in Rochester, uh, New York, which is the sanctuary city of Rochester, really. So they tried to um, force me to, uh, to declare myself guilty of whatever the organized crime members, George, uh, George Gallagher, John Gallagher and Victoria Argento wanted me to, but since I refused, they, di they didn't have any other choice but to um, send people to assassinate me. So they dropped, down, they dropped the case uh, of um, Gallagher, the one that was fabricated uh, and the one that, uh, that Gallagher fabricated uh, with the aid of or by having the, the lawyer post as, an, uh, as a judge and uh, issue a court order against me for preventing me from practicing my freedom of press with my news channel of, or my freedom of um, speech or my freedom of religion, uh, my Christianity in the United States. 
So since that uh, did not fly, quote-unquote, they decided to assassinate me because that's what the organized crime members do when they uh, cannot put you in jail illegally because you refuse to um, uh, uh, be terrorized and uh, you refuse to sign papers saying that you uh, committed a crime that you never committed. So they can put you in jail and then have you assassinated in jail. So they couldn't do that, so they tried to they tried the um, illegal edition scheme. And that also failed, so they, they had to keep on flying. That's why they uh, changed the two tires of my Toyota Corolla and then they tried to assassinate us while we were going from Danville, New York, to the bankruptcy court in uh, the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York. So we were almost killed uh, in there, uh, and God, uh, God's mighty hand protected us. Uh, so this is, do you see the correlation between the uh, organized crime landlords and the um, the hospitals, uh, staff members who are organized crime members, because of the uh, deeds of the organized crime landlords, uh, they are about 50 million American citizens who are the victims of the aforementioned uh, criminal network and the trafficking of identities and government benefits, all, almost always end up at the hospitals and the clinics because of the extreme stress, antagonism, retaliation, and terrorism that they experience, which is which is uh, what I call domestic terrorism. Do you see the correlation between the landlord and the staff members at the clinic? So once the landlords do their their part, then um, they they give the the both sort of speak to the people, the organized crime members working at the hospitals and clinics where you need to go to because you got so sick, you got many infections from going to uh, from from going to from from going uh, from motel to a motel to to uh, somebody else's house to another motel, so you get a lot of infections. You get um, many uh, illnesses many times, and uh, you get cancer, uh, ulcers, migraine headaches, uh, back pain, etc. From uh, carrying stuff around. Do you see the correlation between the illegal? Um, Eviction landlords which work for the organized crime, so they are paid with the welfare benefits, of course. They are given welfare benefits and social security benefits for which they don't qualify in exchange of their service to the organized crime network. Do you see the correlation there, the connection? Well, I hope that you do. So once you are uh, the, the about 50 million American citizens suffer the illegal evictions, they ended up on the street, so they have to look for another place. That's a lot of stress. They are exposed to over, uh, dehumanized landlords who work for the organized crime. They many times are robbed. They are defrauded with the first month worth of uh, um, security, uh, plus uh, the first month worth of rent. Uh, so the security deposit and the first month worth of rent. So do you see this? and the uh, antagonism and the terrorism that the citizens and legal residents are exposed to once um, the organized crime members uh, start to run their scheme, this is what they are exposed to. So the, um, 
the sheriff, the aforementioned sheriff, the aforementioned DSS um, commissioners, and the aforementioned um, SSA commissioners, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and the DOJ employees that I mentioned are the ones, uh, are a, a team that the organized crime has to be able to do what they do, which is terrorize the citizens and the civilians in the country. And this looks more and more and more like a socialist uh, kind of thing, a communist uh, kind of thing. Uh, they want to turn the, our government, our um, constitutional republic, into uh, an oligarchy, which is a government for the, the government and uh, by the government, for the government employees and by the government employees, not uh, for the people and by the people, like the form of government, the type of government that we have in the United States or they want to turn it into a communist government where the um, government employees and the government owns the citizens and the citizens become more like uh, slaves and they have uh, to, be, to do whatever the, the government tells them to do or the government employees tell them to do. If they say, you're going to be raped today, you're going to be raped in that set, period. Because I can rape you because I am a government employee, so therefore I own you. And I can get away with it because I'm a government employee, so I'm not going to be prosecuted for raping you or killing you. This is the type of mentality that these people involved in the organized crime and the RICO violations have. Like the Sheriff Thomas Rory, Sheriff uh, uh, Scott Israel, uh, Diana Dean, DSS Commissioner of Livingston County, um, Monroe County, um, DSS Commissioner Corinda Crossell and Westchester County DSS Commissioner Kevin McGuire, all within the state of New York. And the people in Monroe County, uh, New Jersey, and, and the people in Monroe, uh, in Morristown, excuse me, in Morristown uh, County, in Morristown and Morris County in New Jersey also. So this is, I hope that you are um, using, you are visualizing uh, Luis Aljarsson's sample case to visualize and understand how this um, criminal network operates because it is important that you know its modus operandi to be able to defend yourself and to be able to support this, uh, these people who are acting, who are engaging in criminal behavior. So once you go through all that, the illegalization, the harassment, the, the breaking down of your doors, the, the banging at your doors, the um, committing the criminal mischief against your, your vehicles and against your property, the ripping of the pages of your Bible because you're a Christian, you're not a Muslim, uh, and they therefore they hate you because they don't want this nation to be a Christian nation. They want this nation to be a Muslim nation or a, an atheist nation. So do you see how all this can uh, get you to have ulcers, migrant headaches, heart attacks, uh, infections, um, they can have coffee uh, have mold uh, and fungus and all that. Do you see the correlation there? Do you see why these organized crime members do what they do to the citizens, to the civilians? So they use and abuse their positions to terrorize the citizens of the United States and the legal residents in order to perpetuate the trafficking of identities and government benefits and their RICO violations as well as 
their racketeering. So these um, are, uh, with that being said, uh, these are some of the things that uh, happen. Like, for example, what I want you to visualize uh, is my mother uh, was uh, uh, illegally evicted because it was um, a mask that um, masqueraded the assassination attempt against her and myself. So uh, after we survived, then my, we found out that my mother uh, got, and I got uh, pneumonia. I was almost died because we were in the cold for a long time, and it was a seven-degree weather, and sometimes it went down to one degree. So an elderly disabled chronically ill epileptic citizen was outside in the cold when it was one degree. And this is what the government employees, the aforementioned government employees, do to elderly disabled citizens because I don't see them doing that to criminals, drug dealers, rapists, and dangerous people like uh, Nicolas Cruz, the one that got into the high school, I believe his name was, the one that got into the high school and started shooting. And he was posting all over the internet that he was killing animals, he was um, doing many illegal things and terrorizing citizens. And I didn't, I didn't see Scott Israel going to, to face him or his men or his supervisee. I don't see uh, a sheriff, um, Thomas Doherty, uh, facing any drug dealers that I have seen or any criminals or any uh, dangerous uh, people. Uh, I only see him harassing me and my elderly disabled mother, two women. I don't see him harassing any men at all. So um, my mother got pneumonia, and I, did, uh, I got pneumonia also. Uh, we survived uh, because of the strong hand of God, as I always say. Uh, she also has currently two infections. I have uh, two infections also in different places, but we have two infections each, and we have been with the infection for three, uh, more than three months right now. I have uh, been with the infection for more than three months. She has had an infection for the... Uh, two infections, the two infections for the last three months or so, and they are blocking us from getting any medical care at all. So because uh, it is in the best interest of the organized crime that we die, we get really sick, we don't get, we don't get any medical care or any medication, and we die. So the people who, uh, who, who uh, were sold our identities and government benefits can step into our identities with no problem, like they have done with um, Elvira Williams, I bet you all the American, uh, all the illegals that have been using, that are using her identity to continue to defraud the United States government reserve account and the taxpayers with millions, billions, and trillions of dollars over a certain time period, then they are, they are happy uh, and uh, they are as happy as can be, like the phone says. says because she's dead, she was assassinated by the aforementioned government employees, and uh, there is no accountability, so they can continue with their business. Or so they think. Because sometimes other people know what we don't know, and I cannot tell you everything I know because I cannot. But um, I tell you, God's hand always reaches those who are the hands of Satan, and he punishes, he punishes them. Sooner or later, these um, people who are engaging in RICO violations and racketeering are going to go to jail. Anyway, 
so um, do you see how the people, uh, the American people's health deteriorate when they are attacked uh, by the organized crime? And when they go to the different hospitals and clinics, of course, they uh, are not given any medical care that's worth, worthwhile because they are gang-stop and they are followed to everywhere they go because the organized crime wants to make sure that they don't get the um, help or medication that they need to get uh, to stay alive because they want them dead. And that's what happened at the IRA Hospital in Bath, New York with me and my mother. Uh, and they, uh, and I have evidence of this also, they have falsified my mother's uh, medical records and mine in order, not, in order for them not to uh, provide us with any uh, medical care so our health continue to deteriorate. You follow? And the same things uh, happen at the um, primary care walk-in clinic in St. Paul, New York. And at the primary care, uh, and, and, and at the um, uh, Guthrie uh, Clinic, uh, walking clinic in uh, Corning, New York. Guthrie is G-U-T-H-R-I-E, Guthrie Clinic, walking clinic in Corning, New York. So they, we have been followed, and I'm sure you are able to look at the cameras, the dates that we have been there seeing us going into those clinics and having uh, people uh, uh, following us. For example, the 1st of um, April, uh, or on a, uh, around 10 o'clock, we went to the Guthrie Clinic, walking clinic. And the, the 31st of March of 2018, of course, uh, we went to the Guthrie Clinic. My mother and I are about uh, 11 50 or 1155, uh, and we stay there. I'm sure that you can see, if you check the security camera videos, you can see people following us and going there, especially on Sunday when we got there and a woman rushed uh, in, inside the, the clinic uh, or, or, or around uh, 11 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. And she looked at my mother and I when we were coming because she went inside to tell them not to give me any antibiotics for the uh, infections that I have. So they gave me uh, antibiotics that was, were not good um, and did not even smell like antibiotics. Uh, and when I went and confronted the doctor, she oh. said that she couldn't give me any antibiotics, and I knew why. Just check the camera. I gave you the date. Check the camera. You see what I mean. And also, the doctor told me that uh, I had a urinary tract infection on Saturday, on Saturday, and then uh, um, that I that I uh, that my culture came back and it showed that I had a urinary tract infection that Saturday. And then on Sunday, she changed her story and told me that she couldn't give me any antibiotics or any medical care whatsoever because um, she decided to believe. The uh, lab results were my um, test results, quote-unquote, could be falsified and not the test that she herself did in the clinic with my urine by DPNSP. You follow? 
So it is very obvious that um, there is a correlation between our being followed uh, to the different doctors' offices and hospitals and clinics and their refusal of, uh, to, to uh, give us medical care and medication or prescriptions. And we already uh, we have been in that New York, of Spain, New York, for about five, four months now. I mean, three months and a few days. And we already had a doctor uh, tell us, I cannot prescribe you any medication that uh, will will take uh, will make you better or will take your your infections or your uh, illnesses away. Um, and I cannot kill you, so. Um, I, I'm not going to take. I'm not going to uh, be your doctor anymore, because this doctor, Doctor Viterna at Primary Care, said, "Well, you know, I cannot uh, prescribe your mother any medication that she needs because I'm told not to." Uh, and uh, he tried to kill my mother uh, or to aid and abate uh, the killing of my mother, the assassination of my mother, and she was not able to do so. Uh, so she decided not to take care of my mother anymore. She sent her a letter, which is illegal, of course, saying that uh, she, did, she did not want uh, to be her doctor anymore. She was not going to take care of her anymore as a patient. And she sent me the same letter because they, she knew that we knew that they were engaging in falsification of medical records, and she knew that I was going to report it. So she preferred uh, to send us that letter because she said, well, it's better for, for me to send them a letter and be, and be taken to court if I'm taken to court for not uh, wanting to take care of them as patients than being taken to court uh, and told, you had a patient, an elderly disabled patient. She needed medication and she needed uh, this medical treatment and you did not prescribe the medication that she needed and therefore she ended up dead. So you are accused with first degree murder, assassination. So she preferred the first charge, the charge of discrimination or whatever, uh, than the second charge, the uh, first degree murder, or at least manslaughter, which is, which is seven years in jail. And that's why she decided to do that. And I went to another uh, clinic, the one that I mentioned, uh, on the 1st of April and the 31st of March, 2018. And you can check the camera, and the same thing happens. They say, oh, you're urine, um, you have an infection. And then after they were talked to by the organized crime members, uh, they said, oh, you don't have an infection. So you see the uh, uh, physical health diagnosis. Uh, the diagnosis of somebody's uh, or, or, or the citizen's uh, physical health depends not on the uh, on the illnesses of the citizens and legal residents. It depends on what the organized crime who process the pay for the the, the doctors and medical staff say uh, about the the test results because the commissioners who are the ones who process the payment for the uh, medical plans and the Medicaid, are the ones that, uh, in a sense, um, allow the doctors and medical staff and nurses to be paid. If they don't process that paperwork, they don't get paid. The hospital doesn't get paid, and the doctors and nurses don't get paid. You follow? So this is the, the scheme that these organized crime members 
this belief that they are smarter than everybody else because they are uh, government employees they get, and they can get away with, uh, with assassinating the citizens and legal residents and shield themselves with their positions as government employees and use the taxpayers' money if they are found out to pay for the lawyers and not use the, 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 their own money but the taxpayers' money to pay for the lawyers that they need if they are found out uh, and, and not be uh, prosecuted. You see, this is the situation that we are uh, in. And I already mentioned the government employees that were involved. I did not mention the uh, SFA, the Social Security Administration Office Commissioners, <coughs> excuse me, that were involved in the uh, in this uh, assassination attempt uh, of my mother and my uh, and myself, which which are commissioner um, uh, Beatriz Isman, the middle, her middle initial is Emma and Mary, uh, Social Security Administration Office Commissioner Beatriz Isman, and Social Security Administration Office Commissioner uh, Frederick Maureen, located at 26. 26 Federal Plaza, 26 Federal Plaza, New York City, New York, uh, and they are uh, they belong to the regional office, Region Two. So they are working under the uh, under excuse me Nancy Berejiel, and they are in charge of the uh, Region Two, Northeast Region. Okay, so. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to uh, tell you the names of other people besides the aforementioned government employees uh, that were involved in the assassination attempt against my mother while uh, at Fort Shepherd Avenue, and because I. I that they were involved because they all knew that we were going to be assassinated and they did not move a finger to stop it. I don't know if that is a charge of uh, accessory to murder or to assassination, but there must be a charge for that. I just don't know exactly which uh, which it is, which charge it is, or the name of the charge. But uh, these are the people, anyway, for those of you who know news reporters, uh, news um, producers, news directors, and uh, government officials who uh, know um, how to put these people in jail or who are interested in this uh, in this information. I'm going to give it to you so you can um, give them a copy of this uh, show or of this recording and they can know where to look and how to and who to look for. So I hope that you're understanding where I'm coming from and what you need to do uh, in order to start exterminating these um, evil government employees who are using and abusing their positions as, uh, to weaponize government uh, agencies against the civilians of this country so they can continue with their criminal activities. In this case, the trafficking of identities and government benefits. You follow? So um, I'm going to uh, give you the list right now. I'm going to tell you the names so you know who uh, was involved in this. 
uh, in the aforementioned assassination attempt against my mother and myself. Uh, and the first one is, let me see, uh, I think I went over uh, a little bit because uh, I was planning to make this uh, a call shorter than yesterday, but it is too, too much material. Uh, so I do not want to overwhelm you. I think that you're understanding the material. So I'm just going to tell you this, and we will uh, open up the floor for questions, comments, or concerns. So the ones that were involved in the assassination of my mother, uh, the assassination attempt of my mother and myself, are uh, the following. The Social Security Regional Office um, Commissioners, um, Frederick Maureen and Beatrice Nan, they are located at the regional, uh, at the regional office at uh, 26 Federal Plaza, room 40-100, New York, New York, 10272. Again, 26 Federal Plaza, Comma, room 40-100, New York, comma, New York, 10272. The phone number is 212-264-3915. Um, and the fax number there is 212-264-6847. The email, I believe, is Frederick Maureen at SSA.gov, and I'll spell it. F as in Frank, R, E, D as in David, E, R, I, C, K, M as in Mary, A, U, R, I, N, at SSA.gov, G-O-V. And uh, Livingston County's attorney, uh, Shannon L. Middle Initial, Hillier. So Shannon Hillier, the Middle Initial is L. She is ruthless. She's uh, a born assassin, uh, if you ask me. And she shows no remorse whatsoever. Uh, she knew that they were going to assassinate an elderly disabled citizen and uh, her daughter, myself. And she showed no remorse uh, a couple of days before uh, the assassination attempt. No remorse and no regrets whatsoever. Uh, she, she, uh, this is a ruthless organized crime member, and um, she should not be uh, in that uh, position because she's using and abusing her position to commit crimes against the civilians. So her, her, her title is Livingston County Attorney. And um, she's at 585-243-7033, 585-243-7033, or 585-335-1703. Her email is ethelinsam, H-I-L-L-I-E-R, at C-O dot Livingstone, and that's all, that's Livingstone, excuse me, dot NY dot US. And I'll spell Livingstone for you. So it's S 
H I L L I E R at C O dot L I V I N G S T O N Livingston dot N Y dot U S and her fax number is five eight five two four three seven zero four five. So that's one of the uh, architect architects of the assassination attempt against my mother and my person, and uh, she's the intellect one of the intellectual architects. Um, the other one is Livingston County District Attorney um, Gregory McAlofrey, and I'll spell that G R E O. I'm sorry, G-R-E-G-O-R-Y, Gregory. Makalofri is M as in Mary, C, uh, lowercase C as in cat, uh, capital C as in cat, A, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, R-E-Y. So it's Gregory, G-R-E-O, I'm sorry, G-R-E-O. E G O R Y McLoughry is Emma Sin Mary C as in lowercase C excuse me and then C as in cat capital C A F as in Frank F as in Frank R E Y and he's located at two court street two C O U R T street Geneseo G E N E S as in Sam E O Geneseo, comma New York one four four five four. His telephone number is five eight five two four three seven zero two zero five eight five two four three seven zero two zero. And his fax number is seven one six three seven two five seven four zero seven one six. Three seven two five seven four zero, and his other fax number is five eight five two four three seven one nine nine five eight five two four three seven one nine nine. I also have his uh, email address, so I'm going to give it to you in case you need it. <clears throat> it's Diaz in David. Uh, a as in Apple, at C as in Cat, O as in Orlando, dot Livingston, dot N as in Nancy, Y as in York, dot U as in under, S as in Sam. So it's DA at CO dot Livingston, dot NY, dot US. And Livingston, of course, is L I, C as in Victor, I N G. Sam P-O-N. And the other one that was involved was uh, the uh, Mount Morris governor, gov- government uh, representative. Uh, and uh, he's the state senator of uh, the uh, 57th state senate district. Uh, Catherine M. Young. I wrote, uh, my mother and I wrote her several letters. She said that she was going to take care of the problem. Uh, when she saw that we were going to be assassinated, she looked the other way and uh, left us waiting for the help that never came. 
then she sent a letter saying, well, if you uh, need to uh, hire a lawyer because even though you are uh, my, one of my two of my constituents, uh, I'm not here to help you in any way, shape, or form. I'm here to collect my money as a senator, and that's it. So um, this is Catherine M. as in uh, Mary that Young. Uh, you uh, it's spelled Catherine C A T H E R I N E C A T H E R I N E. The middle initial is Emma St. Mary, and Young is the last name. Y-O-U-N-G. And uh, she's in charge of the Conacious, uh, Livonia, Mount Morris, North uh, Danville, Nonda, and Ocean, and Sparta, and Springwater um, region or, or um, places. So her office is uh, her district, district office is located at 700 West State Street, West Gate Plaza, Olean, New York, 14760. So it's 700 West State Street, West Gate, W-E-S-T-E-A-T-E, Plaza, Olean, O, L as in love, E A N comma New York one forty seven six zero and the uh, telephone number is seven one six three seven two four nine zero one seven one six three seven two four nine zero one and the fax number is seven one six three seven two five seven four zero seven one six three seven two five seven four zero See, it is very important that you contact your senators and Congress people because then they're going to say, well, if she had contacted me, then I would have helped her. So they cannot say that because you have contact, uh, contacted them and they did nothing in the face of uh, you being assassinated, which means, and you know what that means, right? So uh, it is very important that you do that. Um, and I was uh, taught this by a civil rights uh, and civil liberties, a very, very smart woman, a Christian woman, an African-American Christian woman taught me that. Um, the other one is that was uh, also, I knew also about the assassination and everything else against my person and my mother is Senator Patrick Gallivan. He's also friends with uh, Diana Dean, the one that has been assassinating American citizens and legal residents to continue to sell their identities and government benefits. So, um, Senator Patrick Gallivan, and who also has an extensive um, domestic violence and criminality uh, file on the internet um, that I uh, that I you know I looked up uh, is. Is located at um, 2721 Transit Road, Suite 116. So, Senator, uh, Senator Patrick Gallivan, C A T R I C Gallivan, G A L L I V S in Victor A N, is located at 2721 Transit Road, Suite 116, Elma, New York. So, it's E L. 
MA New York 14059. And then you think, why is this person a senator or why do they go uh, for, for uh, the Senate uh, and the and the Congress positions if they don't want to help the constituents because they are focused on the money, on the greed, uh, on using their positions as uh, a weapon against their enemies. They're not focused on helping the country, the society, or the fellow men, uh, which is against the Bible and against our Christian beliefs. They're uh, focused on helping themselves and enriching themselves. And this is a very unchristian life. Uh, way of living. So um, his cell phone uh, or one of his phone numbers or his assistant's cell phone is 716-746-2807. And uh, his other two numbers are 716-656. Eight five four four seven one six six five six eight five four four, and um, the other uh, telephone number is seven one six six five six eight nine six one seven one six six five six eight nine six one. He was also one of the uh, people who knew about the assassinations uh, of my mother and myself that they had prepared for us and uh, looked the other way. So I don't know if. Um, he uh, should be charged with something, but I, I'm pretty sure that he should, uh, because he he was he's supposed to protect the constituents uh, of his district, and he did not not only help, uh, he did he didn't only not help, but he also looked the other way while they they were going to assassinate the two constituents of his district, which is. Uh, Truly, really, uh, a very diabolical thing to do, and no remorse whatsoever, none. The Livingston County Assemblyman Joseph uh, Enrico was to be, uh, also knew about the assassination against my, uh, my mother and myself, assassination attempt, and did exactly the same thing as the two aforementioned government employees. Um, the assemblyman Joseph Enrico, his middle initial is A as in Apple, his last name is Enrico, E-R-R-I-G-O. He's an assemblyman in District 133. His district office is 30 Office, office Park, I'm sorry, 30 Office Park Way. So it's 30 Office Park Way. Fitzport, New York, 14534. 14534. In Pittsport, New York. So it's 30 Office Parkway, for New York. C as in Peter, I T T S as in Sam, F as in Frank, O R D, New York, 14534. His phone number is 585. 585- Two one eight zero zero three eight five eight five two one eight zero zero three eight, and his fax number is five eight five two one eight zero zero three six. I'm sorry, five eight five two one eight zero zero six three two one eight zero zero six three. 
His email is Errigo, E-R-R-I-G-O, at nyassembly.gov. So N-Y, A, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, E as in Edward, M as in Mary, B as in boy, L as in love, Y, dot gov, G-O-V. And his Albany office is uh, at L-O-B, L as in love, O as in Orlando, B as in boy, 527 Albany, New York, 12248. Again, Ella in love, Ola in Orlando, Bia in boy, 527 Albany, New York, 12248. His phone number is 585-455-5662, 585-455-5662, and his uh, fax number is 585-455-5918. 585-455-5918. There is another one that was also uh, one of the architects in the, that, was, that knew about uh, the assassination attempt against my elderly disabled mother and myself. Uh, and his name uh, was Charles de Pascual. He's um, a Mount Morris Town Supervisor or the Mount Morris Town Supervisor. And he is located, he doesn't even have an address, but he's, uh, he can be uh, reached at, and I'll spell his name first. Charles is C-H-A-R-L-E-S. De Pascual is D as in David, I as in India, C as in Peter, A as in Apple, S as in Sam, U as in Queen, U as in Under, A as in Apple, L as in Love, E as in Edward. And the email address is chocdepot at frontier.net. And I'll spell it for you. Choc, C-H-U-P-K, D as in David, I, C as in Peter, O, at frontier, F as in Frank, O as in Orlando, I'm sorry, F as in Frank, frontier. S as in Frank, R-O-N as in Nancy, T-I-E-R, Frontier.net. So it's Job Depot at Frontier.net. And his phone number is 585-658-2730. 585-658-2730. His fax number is 585-658-3021. 585 Three zero two one. And uh, this is the. Let me see. Let me see. Um, so those are it, and tomorrow I am going to. Um, continue with uh, this um, information that might be very interesting to uh, many people who are against the uh, subjugation of the American people 
And before we leave, I wanted to ask you one more time to please contact the following people and to ask them to please uh, stop blocking Luisa Oyarsun's, um, Luisa Oyarsun's medical care and or medication uh, and that she has had uh, three months with, um, she has had two um, uh, infections. Uh, a bladder infection and a urinary tract infection for the last three months, and um, uh, she has been refused medical care or and medication, and her Medicaid, which is being used by illegals across the country, is not been uh, has not been returned to her. She has been waiting for the Medicaid for the last three months or so, and uh, all she gets is a lot of paperwork and a lot of calls. In a lot of um, uh, stalling, but no Medicaid whatsoever and no medical care. You can forget about that. So please call the Student County Department of Social Services Commissioner, Ms. Catherine uh, Muller, K as in Kite, A as in Apple, C as in Tom, H as in Harry. R as in Raymond, Y as in York, and as in Nancy, Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R, uh, and um, the middle initial is A as in Apple. Uh, her phone number is 607-644, I'm sorry, 607-664-2000, 607-664-2000, and her fax number is 607 664 2179 um, The fraud and legal department uh, has also the same numbers and the same fax numbers. And uh, her, her secretary, Donna, refused to give me her email address, so she gave me her Donna. So she said that if you email her, she can give um, the commissioner the email that you sent. So this is Donna's email, donna.evenham at co.tuben.ny.org, and I'll spell it for you. Donna, D as in David, O as in Orlando, N as in Nancy, another N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, dot, Evenham, E as in Edward, D as in Victor, I as in India, N as in Nancy, D as in George, H as in Harry, A as in Apple, M as in Mary, at C as in Cat, O as in Orlando, dot, Tuben, S as in Sam, T as in Tom, E as in Edward, U as in Under, B as in Boy, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, dot, N as in Nancy, Y as in York, dot, U as in Under, S as in Sam. So it's Donna Dan Evenham at co.tuben.ny.us. And uh, the address is DSS Commissioner Muller at Tuben County DSS, uh, 3 East Fulton Street. C as in Paul, U as in Under, L as in Love, C as in Tom. E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, Y as in York. 3 East, Fulton Street, 
3 is P U L N, I'm sorry, P U L T E N E Y Street, Fulton Street. 3 East Fulton Street, Bath, New York, 14810. Bath, B as in boy, A as in apple, C as in Tom, H as in Harry, comma, N as in Nancy, Y as in yours, 14810. Again, please uh, ask the commissioner to please return Luis Alyastro's Medicaid, straight Medicaid, not uh, a plan, and uh, please do not put her in somebody else's medical insurance because that's fraud. She needs her straight Medicaid, and she needs it because she needs to see the specialized doctor that she needs to see to stay alive, and she needs to get the prescription, which she cannot get if the doctor don't see her, and she cannot see the doctor without the straight Medicaid. Her 10 years old straight Medicaid was being sold to illegals, uh, so they can get free health care and free medication while she goes without medical care and without medication for the last six years or so. Uh, so the illegals can get free health care for the field of taxpayers. Again, uh, please uh, also contact the uh, the secretary of the United States Department of Health and Human Services, which is uh, Mr. Alex Oxar, A as in Apple, L as in Love, E as in Edward, X as in uh, X-rays, Oxar, A as in Apple, Z as in Zebra, A as in Apple, R as in Raymond. Um, Secretary Alex Oxar of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. is located at 200 Independent Avenue, Coma, Southwest, Washington, D.C., 20201. And uh, again, it's 200 Independent Avenue, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-A-N-T Avenue, A-D, as in Victor, E-N, as in Nancy, U-E, as in Edward, comma, S as in Sam, period, for South, W as in Wonder, period, for West, Southwest, Washington, comma, C, dot, C, dot, 20201. So, 200 Independent Avenue, comma, Southwest, Washington, comma, D.C., 20201. And he is... Um, Phone number is 877-696-6775, 877-696-6775. It is really um, pitiful that United States citizens uh, have to go without medical care and without medication in this country after working for dozens of years of their, of their life, paying their, their taxes and doing everything right, while illegals, use their government benefits and their uh, medical insurances. So this man, uh, Secretary Alex Asser, should be able to answer your question uh, in regards to this. Why do illegals have to use the citizens' uh, medical insurance while the citizens die slowly but surely because of lack of medical care and medication? 
and let him answer. Please ask him to connect, I mean, to return Luisa Oyasu's trade medicate to her because it is connected already, but they don't want to send it to her uh, because they don't have the authorization to allow her to use her own uh, New York State trade medicate. Also, you can call the New York State Department of Health Commissioner, which is Howard Stoker, the New York State Department of Health uh, Commissioner Howard Stoker, H-A-W-A-R-D as in David, Stoker, Z as in zebra, U as in under, C as in cat, K, uh, K as in kilometer, E as in Edward, R as in Raymond, uh, and he's at Corning Tower, C-O-W-E-R, Corning Tower, and then the next line is Empire State Plaza, and um, Empire is E-M-P-I-R-E, Empire State Plaza, Albany, comma, New York, 12237. And his phone number is five eight. Uh, I'm sorry. His phone number is five one eight four seven four two zero one one. Again, five one eight four seven four two zero one one. And his fax number is five one eight four seven four six six zero eight. Five one eight four seven four six six. And um, his email address is, and you should put, you should write attention to Dr. Howard Soccer in the subject line. And his email address is D as in David, Olaf in Orlando, H as in Harry, Web, W E B as in boy, at health.ny.gov. So again, D as in David, O as in Orlando, H as in Harris, W-E-B as in boy, at health, H-E-A-L-T-H dot N-Y dot gov. And um, you can also call uh, the USA Social Security Administration Office uh, Temporary Commissioner, Nancy Berrocio, which is uh, located at the following address and uh, has a, the following phone number. Nancy Berrocio is the one that sold the four months worth of Lisa uh, Yasin Social Security um, benefits, a court order, court awarded Social Security benefits. Uh, and uh, which allowed the organized crime landlords and the and Diana Dean, the DSS commissioner of Livingston County, Diana Dean, to um, masquerade uh, the assassination attempt with an illegal eviction uh, against Luisa Jackson because she owed 14, um, 14 days of rent. Uh, so uh, Nancy Berry Hill is at um, the Social Security Administration at 6401 Security Boulevard, 
and uh, abbreviation for Boulevard is B as in boy, L, D as in Victor, D as in David. 6401 Security Boulevard, Baltimore, Maryland, 21235. That's Baltimore, B as in boy, A, L as in love, T, I as in India, M, O as in Orlando, R, E as in Edward, comma, M as in Mary, D as in David, 21235. And her phone number is 410-965-2982, and um, the extension is number two, and uh, the, the fax number, she's supposed to be there from Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 Eastern Standard Time, and her fax number is 410 I'm sorry, 410-597-0015. And that's um, her contact information. And now at this point, I'm going to ask you the magic question. Did you understand everything that I said or you have any questions? Okay, good. And do you have any comments or concerns? Uh, if you do, you can speak now and I will answer any questions, comments, or concerns. Okay? So let me count on to, let me count to 10 to give you time. Okay, so no questions, comments, or concerns. You understood all the material, you know. Um, uh, what I spoke about, uh, and you know why uh, I'm doing what I'm doing, and you know that it is wrong in the eyes of God uh, and in the eyes of uh, our fellow men, our society, what these government employees are doing, and you know why uh, it is wrong. Okay. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to end the call. I hope that you all have a pleasant rest of the evening and may God bless you and your families. So long until tomorrow then, my friends.